of auto, home, life, or business insurance, get the kind of help you'd expect from a good neighbor. Visit the Julia Chu Agency or call 329-3311. Come visit at our new location, 701 Wall Street, Norman. We want your creative kids. Put your budding performer center stage at the Sooner Theater. School year class enrollment is now open at the studio of the Sooner Theater. Specializing in acting, singing, dancing, magic, and more for ages 3 through high school at the studio of the Sooner Theater on Main Street in Norman. Sooner Theater has special classes for all ages to help kids pursue their dreams right here in Norman. Call today and get enrolled 321-9600 or visit SoonerTheater.com. It's time for The Rush with Butkus Award winner Teddy Lehman and Tyler McComas. Got an opinion? You can call the show on the Riverwind Casino call-in line at 405-329-9000. Sound off on the Air Comfort Solutions text line at 405-651-3439. Live from the Brown O'Haver Studios, it's time for The Rush with Butkus Award winner Teddy Lehman and Tyler McComas. Rush is back. Our number two, Teddy Lehman here. Tyler McComas, separate locations today. I'm hanging out at Newcastle Casino. Tyler's there at Mitchell's Jewelry. Um, that was cool listening to uh, you talk to Brady Manick's brother. Uh, overseas balling right now is Brady Manick. That's good stuff. Uh, really, yeah. really cool. Yeah, um, just gotten to uh, Australia earlier uh what today is is what he said so yeah best of luck to him man you know he 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 left and i think a lot of people really everyone wished him the best of luck at north carolina and buddy he had the best of luck in north carolina last year yeah that was awesome that was really really cool um well i as i was listening to that interview and was reflecting on the first hour a little bit I feel like what I have said has been taken entirely out of context. Did you expect anything else? Of course that's how it was going to go. I totally expected that. However, um, I still still believe what I saw, and I I still think that the offensive line is – is going to be massively improved over a year ago, which it should be, right? Yep. You've got your main three guys with more experience. You, you've you got uh, a year of – a better year of off-season conditioning under their belt, um, a scheme that I believe is, is going to really highlight their strengths, which is just flat-out – coming off the football and mauling people but they all of those things it, it it shouldn't be a shock to everyone and i know whenever we look back at last year um and we we had for what oklahoma standard has been we had poor offensive line play so it worries you heading into this year but you know as long as because last year we didn't even stay healthy i had health issues last year Rain was in and out at center. Um, so, like, 
everyone's everyone's got another year under their belt of of good tough football and i i really believe that the scheme is really going to bring the best out in these guys and there's a couple of guys that i think this this scheme is like made for them as far as some of the the mid zone stuff and inside zone that they're doing yeah not look that's all fair points but you know what the best point of all is in terms of this team running the football better. And this is going to sound like a troll, and in some ways it is, but I think it's accurate. They're going to have a play caller this year, Teddy, that I don't think is going to go stretches in a game where he completely abandons the run. Now, if, if, if there is a stretch where they're not running the ball as much, I believe it'll be because... You know, maybe they see some holes in the secondary from the opposing team, whatever. I just, I, I think we're going to see a play caller this year. Yes, everything you just said. The O-line will be better, the scheme, whatever. But I think you have an offensive coordinator with the right mentality this time around when it comes to running the ball, which to me is more important than anything else. Yeah, yep, no, that is that is definitely true. And if you give up a run against Levy's offense, be ready. If it's a six or eight yard run, they're about to snap it in three seconds, and it's going to be the same exact thing coming right at you at breakneck speed. So, like, if if he finds a weakness, they will absolutely pound it until you have proven you've you've got something fixed there. Yeah, and I I think just by the way that this line's going to be able to get some movement, that that is going to be a regular occurrence. Yeah. And yeah, I, I like I like the uh, I like the backfield. I do. I um, I think there's I think there's a whole host of guys that can carry the ball extremely effectively for this offense. Whether it's, let's talk about uh, it. Eric Gray, the Barnes kid, uh, Marcus Major, um, Tawi Walker, all of those kids. Really, really good. Uh, the well, Saul Chuck kid. Who looked like one and two today then? is Okay, okay, that's I, – I know I'm asking these, like, season-defining questions based on one practice that you saw today. But did it look like that was Eric Gray's group today? I, I know even that's a little unfair, but it kind of feels like that's the case going into the year. Um – Hmm. I don't know. That's kind of hard to say. There's well, the the answer is no. If it's not just an immediate yes, I I think you would have been able to well, tell that. I don't. Yeah, but I, you really can't just from just from one practice. And I and I I didn't follow the running backs around the entire practice. Um. I I think that there is just from everything that you've heard from the coaching staff, like. That's going to be your number one guy. But the guys behind him, and I don't know what order it's going to be in, but the guys behind him are not far off. Like, there's not much difference, in my opinion, between one and two and two and three. But my opinion is very limited. All I've seen is spring and then some of it today. Well, the Marcus Major supporters are doing a bit of a fist pump and maybe a victory lap after hearing you say that um i feel like if there's a if there's a player in the backfield that fans are split on 
It's not, well, maybe Eric Gray to an extent. I, I don't think so much. Everyone's on board with Javante Barnes being a stud as soon as this year. But it feels like there's one section of the fan base that's, oh, Marcus Major is prime for a big-time year. He just needs his opportunity. And there's a, another section that's, we've been waiting on it now for like three to four years. If it hasn't happened yet, it's not going to happen this year. Yeah, well, I <sighs> I don't know. I can't necessarily speak to that. I, I don't. I don't know how all that unfolds. Um, I just know that that group is like Eric Gray looks way bigger than he did last year. I, as far as like thickness, it's, it doesn't even. He doesn't even look like the same player. I was. I was. I thought that he had changed numbers. Is how much thicker Eric Gray looks. Um, because I was like, who, hang on a second, who is that guy? Yeah, that was that was Eric Gray. So he has he's put on some serious muscle and it looks really good. Uh, Marcus Major is still the same same dude. I mean, he is just a he looks like a gigantic muscle out there. So they have downhill guys that have guys that can move out in space. Um, they're deep. They've got. Guys like Sawchuck that have uh, unbelievable open field speed and and good shake. It's just a, a really good all around group. Uh, all right, let's get to the text line here four zero five six five one thirty four thirty nine. If you got any practice questions for old layman, throw them in here to the huh. chat. Uh, Teddy, don't put your clothes back on. Let me have this moment. Oh, my god! Uh, that's the first one. That boy thick with four C's. So that's it's about as thick mm-hmm. as it gets if it's four C's. Yep. Uh, Teddy, how Teddy, how is Rain looking and are his health issues behind him? That's Mark in Newcastle. Uh, I, I don't know about his health issues. I have no idea. But uh, looks good. Looks good. I didn't watch. I didn't. I'll be honest. I didn't watch uh, Andrew Rame any individually. Uh, that's not true. I guess I did some in one-on-one pass rush, and um, and he d- he did look good. Yeah, he looked good. Is the O line? Like... Oh, go ahead. Good, now, yeah, yeah. You're just saying. You know, that's not some grand pr- proclamation. Right. But you thought he looked good. Is that where you're going? Yeah. Yep. All right. Is the O-line good enough to help us win a championship in three years? Yeah. Yes. I, the, the O-line is good enough to help you win a championship now. It's, I would expect to be even better in three years um, because a lot of the guys that are looking really good are really young. You know, um, you do have some older, experienced guys out there, Chris Murray's and – an experienced guy um you know you've got a couple of the transfer guys are experienced guys but it's still a young group like tyler guyton is he's just a he's a sophomore savion bird is a redshirt freshman um you know uh the young guys sexton and taylor are looking really good anton harrison's just a junior right now so You've got, you've got guys that are kind of spread all across the uh, the board there, but I I think that they're going to continue to get better and better. 
I'm Justin, a student at OU, and looking forward to some exceptional OU football. Fake news or not, I love the boys hyping up the season because they are feeling dangerous. Cheers to my Uncle Buzz, who listens every day, and all of Sooner Nation, Boomer. Uncle Buzz, was that? No, that wasn't Uncle Buzz. That was just Buzz off of uh, Home Alone. Um, it's not fake news. It's fake news or not. No, I, it, like some people are saying, was Teddy just sunshine pumping or is he being honest? <laughs> Which I had, I, I, you're not sunshine pumping here. I'll, I'll, I'll About what? About how we let off the show today with uh, what you saw and heard from practice this afternoon. I, all I, I just said that I had, uh, several people tell me the offensive line is the strength of the team. I mean, what, how? You can call that sunshine pumping if you want. And I don't – here's the other thing. I, I don't care. If you want to take it as sunshine pumping, and I get it, I understand. I have a uh, – I am in a position of bias. Played there. True. Played for Venables. Uh, do the radio for the uh, for the games. So, sure, there – I. You could take it as sunshine pumping. But I've really never had a, a problem saying what I thought previously and not always right. Things don't always play out for an entire season the, the way that you expect them to. But right now, there's there's some good positives out there. Uh, yeah. Um, heard a lot of those positives yesterday. What Brent Venable said that the wide receivers, um, they're one of the – strongest positions on the entire team as we talked about yesterday during the final hour of the show he cannot talk about the wide receivers without mentioning gavin freeman so yeah. did gavin freeman look like wes welker out there today is that what you saw did, from the true freshman walk on uh i didn't i didn't notice here's the thing about wide receiver i didn't notice a whole lot of the wide receiver stuff that was going i didn't go watch one-on-ones um, I didn't watch, I didn't watch, like they do, they were doing one-on-ones during inside drill. So I watched the inside drill and then during seven on seven, I didn't watch seven on seven. I watched the one-on-one pass rush with the offensive line and defensive line. So the only real time I got to see the wide receivers was during team. So I, I can't give. I can't give a full, complete evaluation of wide receiver of, other than some of the stuff that I saw during team. And I don't, I don't remember seeing Gavin Freeman during the team period, but that doesn't mean that it didn't happen. You know what I'm saying? I, sure. I spent a lot of time kind of watching the back end of the defense and, and where the backers are, but um, I did not see. So I can't give a report on Gavin Freeman. By the way, nice uh, assist here, text line. I do remember this. Speaking of Buzz, remember when he got arrested in Oklahoma City recently? Who was it? Buzz off Home Alone, the guy that played him. Oh, yeah, he got, that's right. He got, it was right around, I think it was like three days before Christmas <laughs> this past year, he got arrested in OKC. But it's not a laughing matter. He, like attempted to strangle his girlfriend like it was an awful deal but yeah he got arrested here what was he doing i'm trying to remember what he was doing in town he was at like some convention or something wasn't he yeah he he was here as a celebrity guest 
during OKC's Pop Christmas Con. Whatever that is. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. So, oh. yeah, so someone someone asked him for his autograph or uh, they had like two cards that he had autographed. And she was trying to give them away for free, I think, to be nice. Yeah, and he that's just right. went nuclear because she didn't charge. Oh, she didn't charge for Buzz's autograph. And that was his reaction. Wow. Psycho. Did, yeah, that's, that's funny. They um, argued as she left Coyote Ugly. Nothing good. Well, I shouldn't say nothing good. Um, not a whole lot of good things have come out of that Coyote Ugly out of, uh, on, 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 in Bricktown. Here's, bad things here's have happened the, there. Here's the, like, one of the, the – I'll say this about wide receiver. I expect that passing the football this year, we're going to have a big year. Because we were talking yesterday, what's more likely have a two thousand yard receivers or two thousand yard rushers? And I don't know the answer to that. We've also talked about who's the number one receiver going to be, and you know it's we've said Mims. Okay, who's the number two? I I don't know who the number one's going to be. I don't know who the number two's going to be. I don't know who the number three, four, or five are going to be. But they're all going to be really, really good. Okay. I just, but I just don't know who's going to get the ball. Is that an issue 23 days before kick? No. It's, Why yeah, would that it's be hardly an issue? ever. A, no, I, I'm, it, it's hardly ever. It's never a bad issue if you're saying, well, I don't know who one, two, and three are going to be just because they're so good and so much competition. I would just guess that some people would ask, okay, as good as you are there, do you still need someone here pretty quickly to kind of emerge himself as that number one target? But. I would tend to agree with you that no, uh, you, you'll you'll figure that out at some point if it happens. That's I'll, I'll right. take all the talent all day. Your quarterback will, your quarterback will naturally gravitate to who the number one guy is. I mean, that's just gonna. Uh, I'm just saying, like, I don't know who it's gonna who it's gonna be. I haven't seen enough of it, but I think you'll know pretty quickly. I'm just saying that there, uh, any of them. Gibson, Farouk, Anderson, Mims, uh, any of those guys are are capable of being the number one receiver. They're all really, really good. I'm I'm all about it, man. I, I still think that it'll probably be Marim uh I combined their two names there. I am um Marims? Yes. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> I don't even know if I combine Mims and Farouk. Can you get that out of that? I don't, I don't think know. so. I don't know what that was. I don't know what it was. Um, oh, one more thing. Uh, Braden Willis and Daniel Parker at tight end is going to be a problem for some people whenever it comes to us running the football. Yep. Those two dudes are like Daniel Parker – is he is here to block his ass off and play special teams, and that's yeah. what he says, and that's what he does. Like that, yeah. Like he he knows his role, and he is executing it brilliantly. I think there's a difference in in being just big and actually wanting to be physical and have it. Like 
He is big, and he has that killer mindset, like, I'm going to go destroy someone off the ball. Yep. He is in, – in, and I think probably in any decade of college football, but especially now, he is exactly – I mean, to a T, exactly what you would want as a blocking tight end in an offense like this. Yep. Both that he is a, and Ted, Brad He is a extremely – he's an extremely underrated get for what they got in the portal. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes, 100%. 100%. Him, like – Braden Willis and Daniel Parker, those are two, those are two fifth-year senior tight ends that are both tough as hell, hard-nosed, uh, just grinders, leaders. Like, those two guys are like, – it's just, it's just awesome having those two guys out there and watching them work. It's great. And what's the best part about it? is you tie it onto an offensive line that is gritty as hell as well. Like sure. that, all of that makes for a, what what's going to be a really good running game. And just to add to that, you're adding on top of it that our backs all look completely different than they used to. They are all like uh, Marcus Major, um, uh, Eric Gray, uh, Tawi Walker, they all look like they're like 5'11 and 220 pounds, uh, and they just pour it downhill, shoulder pads down. Now, uh, some of those guys have better moves out in the open field, but it's just it's going to be a, a brute force running game. And I'll add another thing on top of it for you after that. Your quarterback can still pull it and run it really effectively. I don't know how much of that you're going to see, but you'll definitely see it from time to time. And, like, that just adds on to it and makes it all that much better. All right, let's hit some of these texts when we get back from this break. We got we got them uh, piling up here. Okay. All right, quick timeout. More from the rush coming up. Tyler's hanging out there. Mitchell's Jewelry. I'm here at Newcastle Casino. Stay tuned. It is the rush on the ref. Tyler McComas, Teddy Lehman, dual locations today. Teddy is at the Newcastle Casino. I'm at Mitchell's right here in Norman celebrating the Antwerp Diamond events. That's right. The most beautiful diamonds in the world from Antwerp, Belgium, will be right here in Norman. They have a big event starting today going through Saturday at 5 p.m. So if you've got an anniversary coming up, maybe you're looking to uh, pop the question. Well, hey, this is where Oklahoma gets engaged. Mitchell's Jewelry. 2201 West Main Street, right here in Norman. Uh, text line, let's try to rifle through as many as possible. I hope we have the sixth best offense and the ninth best defense in the country. I know you'll love that. <laughs> totally agree. Totally how, agree. How is the stripling kid looking so far, says the 580? Good, good, good. Uh, I think stripling looks good. Um. Downs looks really good, looks really big. Um, Reggie Grimes looks pretty good out there. Um, <laughs> the true freshman off the edge is a real problem. That kid will lead the Big 12 in, in sacks. Well, I guess maybe we won't be in the Big 12, but that he he is a 
quarterback sacking machine. Now, everything else, I don't know. Because there's way more to playing edge than just uh, getting to the quarterback. That's a big one. There's there's no doubt about that. But I, <laughs> uh, they have a very, very difficult time uh, blocking that kid. What? Like, why are you giggling? Just because he's that good? Yeah. Yes. Huh. And who are you referring <laughs> to, by the way, the true freshman? The, uh, what, 32. Number 32. Is that yeah. R. Mason Thomas by chance? Is that who you're yes. thinking of? Yep. Yeah. Wow. Well, um, that was <laughs> that was a late steal by the staff. Dude, he's they got, got him to they got him away from Iowa State. That okay. Ooh, all right. Yeah, well, he's a lot like Will McDonald. So except he's got a better get off. He <laughs> he's got He's got a speed move. He's got a counter. He's even got what I would consider to be a decent bull rush for uh, for an undersized kid. He is strong. He's going to be a really good player. 6'2", 222, true freshman out of Fort Lauderdale, Florida, or Mason Thomas. Mm-hmm. And everyone was frigging out a few months ago. When are they going to get commits for the 23 class? The staff can't recruit. And I told, uh, tried to tell everyone last year, like, don't look at the 23 class as a reason as to why the staff can recruit. Look at the 22 class. Getting a guy like R. Mason Thomas, as late as they were, three-star out of the state of Florida, and you're saying that he's going to leave the SEC in sacks someday? All right. He Well, I don't know. Maybe he doesn't, but I know right now, if it is a pass, and he knows it's a pass, and he's playing edge, the quarterback better throw the ball immediately. Uh, this one says, Teddy's killing me, man. Did he tune in today just to make everybody lose their minds? Also can't believe that R. Mason Thomas was going to go to Iowa State. Yeah, where, he's, he's a, isn't he a Florida kid? I, I just told you, yes, Fort Lauderdale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look at ISU getting in on the uh, the Florida mix, the edge guys from Florida. Well, they were trying to, and then OU came and took him away in like the yeah. last month before signing day. Yeah. They tried. Well, uh, I don't know. It, again, it's it's early in camp. Uh, the young guys tend to do well early and then fade. Possibly going to happen with him hit a wall a little bit but he's got great get off he's got great hands uh he's got really good counter move spin move he's he's got some real good skill coming off the edge and to be able to have to be that skilled at such a young age is is pretty rare this is my favorite text of the day 785 area code this one's going to be tough to beat teddy is the kennedy brooks of sunshine pumping you don't really notice it, but if you go back and even look at the last three hours, he's made three or four big guarantees. The stats speak for themselves. That is amazing. <laughs> that is expert level. Yeah. Hey, um, I'm just here for the. Uh, I'm just here for the 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 guarantee, the hidden guarantees, man. You've got to sort through the the rubbish to find the hidden guarantees. You know what? Um, 
as great as all this is and as hyped up as everyone is getting, you haven't mentioned our favorite player. And all of this is null and void if you tell me that Booty didn't look very good at quarterback today. Um, How'd he look? I don't know. I don't know. Honestly, I couldn't tell you if I even saw him take a snap. Mm, that's not I'm good. not. I'm not saying that he didn't take. I just. I don't. I don't. I didn't pay attention to that. If that makes sense. Just kind of watching the. Uh, it's. I watched. It's hard to watch the, the quarterbacks. It's easier to watch kind of the red. Let, watch everyone else doing the work, like the guys on the, on the line of scrimmage, and I watch the backers a lot and the safeties a lot. So. Sell your stock on General Booty? Is that what you're – are you confirming no. that? Or no, 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 no. I, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I did see the uh, the Bevel kid playing, and and he looked, he looked fine dude. out there. Yeah, he is big. He, he looked pretty good out there. He moves. He moves pretty well. He got outside the pocket a couple of times. But uh, I would say quarterback today – for me, was unremarkable only because, like I said, I didn't, and it's kind of the same thing at receiver, I didn't see a whole lot of, I just, I just didn't see a whole lot of, of the throwing and catching stuff. I didn't watch the wide receiver one-on-ones, and I didn't watch seven-on-seven, and and team is, is a healthy mix of both, so it was really hard to do a whole quarterback evaluation. All right, well, before we get to things that caught your eye, and I'm going to go ahead and give the coach speak before you throw it out on us. Like, well, hey, they got to get better. Training camp's going to get tougher. It was just one day. we got to see how it develops throughout the season. Yes, we understand all of that. But the simple question is this. Do you feel better, more optimistic about this team right now than you did before you strolled onto the practice field earlier this, this morning? Yeah, you're next. No. Why not? I feel I, I feel the same. Why do you feel the same? You saw him in person for the first time, really, this training camp, and you like yeah. what you saw. Why haven't you changed your opinion based on what you saw today? You're not any more optimistic at all, like zero? Well, I, I already said that I think they're going to be a one-loss Big 12 champion. What what else you want me to do? Well, it's obvious, Teddy. Undefeated Big Twelve champion. That's kind of the next step. Uh, I'm not. I'm. I'm not there yet. That I'd have that. That may happen at some point during the season, but right now, not there yet. Hmm. We'll get you out to practice tomorrow, and maybe on Monday you can tell us that. How about that? How's that sound? We'll get scrimmage you through these Saturday. 10 grueling days. Yeah, we'll get you through the scrimmage on Saturday. And then uh, when you and I are back on the air the next time together, which is going to be Tuesday, I'll be ready to hear that 12-0 Big 12 championship prediction. Look forward to it. That's going to be great. I will definitely not do that. But I see where you're going. Where are you at? I am at Mitchell's Jewelry here, man. 2201 West Main Street, Antwerp Diamond event. So, Come by and take advantage. You want to take advantage of this, Teddy. It's it's a really good deal. You know what's funny? Uh, say jewelry again. Jewelry. Hey, that's not jewelry. how you've been saying it. I know. 
I know the text line pointed that out one time. <laughs> my wife texted me. me. My wife texted me and said, "Someone told me that Teddy's co-host is not saying jewelry correctly." <laughs> That's who texted in. Maybe it's your wife that texted it in. Hey, was her birthday yesterday? Uh, yes, it was. Want you? Are you too cheap to come by here, or what? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Are you kidding yeah, me? Yeah, exactly. Well, you're a year in, dude. Come on. All right. Well, even I can afford this place. That's the point. I know. No, I, I, hey, I should. I should follow your lead. But I have strict orders for my wife not to get her anything under any circumstances. What a romantic. Am I to buy my wife anything. What a romantic. All right, nice. Now. All right, quick time that out. More fun. from the rush coming up. We'll be back. It is the rush on the ref, Tyler McComas, Teddy Lehman. We call this segment, What Caught Teddy's Eye? Let's get to it. Story number one is. First, quick shout-out to our friends over at RoofTech. Josh Tucker, former teammate of mine, runs the business over there, does an outstanding job. Give him a call if you have any roofing issues. Um, I just got two things here real quickly. Um, Are you in the Field of Dreams game uh, coming up? Cubs and the Reds tonight. You into that at all? Um, Last year's was really cool. Last year's was awesome, and I I thought about it today. I said, "Uh, the Cubs and the Reds, both those teams stink. I don't know. But it's not about – it's about, like, the setting is what it is. So I've gotten over that. The Cubs and the Reds are playing. Yes, I will be watching that tonight, at least a few innings. Um, The same here. The other thing is what what is the deal with Tua – with the Dolphins, everything that I see, it looks like he's doing really well. And, like, the connection, him and Tyreek Hill, is going to be really impressive. Why does everyone continue to bag on Tua? Do, what Am I missing something? I mean, I don't think you're missing anything, but you know how it works. When people have their mind made up about a quarterback in the NFL, it takes a lot for that individual player to change everyone's minds. And everyone's mind's been made up about Tua that he is a bust as a first-round pick. He doesn't have a super lethal arm that he's just an, an average player. Like, I, I'm with, I think the Dolphins are going to be pretty good this year. Got a real chance to finish second yeah. in the AFC East this year. So, yeah, Let's look, I don't think he's stories, ever like, going to be – I don't think he's ever going to be a top-eight quarterback in the league, but he's not a bum. Scott, like, every day there's a headline, and on ESPN, here's one right here is a video, why Tua isn't the long-term answer for the Dolphins. I, I just don't understand. Like, he – I don't know why everyone has, like, circled him to come after. It seems – it seems strange, and it's almost like there's this, like, concerted effort to, to convince everyone that he's terrible, and I, I don't know. It's weird. Um, I got a few here. First off, former Sooner Tony Jefferson. He tweeted out this. I can't even lie. I stopped wearing my glasses years ago, and that might have been the dumbest thing I've done. I can see so much clearer and further with my glasses. It's wild. So basically, he's been playing his NFL career blind. Is that that what he's been doing? Yeah. How about that? Who would have thought the glasses you were prescribed help you see better? Uh, impressive. You got. I wonder if he's uh, eligible for uh, LASIK. That's what I would. If I was the team, I'd be like, listen, we we gotta get you some eyesight here. He could have had 
30 picks by now maybe. Yeah. My favorite story maybe in collegiate athletics right now is what's going on at uh, Kentucky. So Coach Cal is upset. They don't have a great practice facility at UK, which is kind of odd. I guess they had to pra- uh, cancel a practice recently because they had like a leak in their practice facility. And the AD's not stepping up, so he's saying, well, I'll do it myself. I got all these alumni that, that will help raise this awesome new facility. He goes on saying baseball got this great facility. Football got a $200 million renovation. Track is awesome. And then, like, I guess in that same spiel, he was saying, this is a basketball school. Alabama is a football school. So is Georgia. No disrespect to our football team. I hope they win 10 games and go to bowls. But this is a basketball school. And Mark Stoops basically quote tweeted that and said, basketball school? I thought we competed in the SEC. Hashtag four straight postseason wins. So, wow, interesting there in Lexington. Yeah. Whoa. Youngstown's coming out there in Mark Stoops. Me like, Ooh. I like it. Man. Yeah. Yeah, that is weird. Oh. Coach K's got guns blazing here recently, doesn't he? That, that's... Huh, that's weird. I, he, hmm. I don't know why he's he's going after his own uh, his own like that. Weird. I yeah. like it. Uh, last one I have. Uh, here's a story via Rivals. If Big Twelve football players were rated in Madden, or really kind of a college football game, is how they should have phrased it. Deuce Vaughn would be a 99. Bijan Robinson would be a 98. Xavier Worthy, wide receiver at Texas, would be a 96. Dylan Gabriel would be a 94, and the biggest joke of all, Quinn Ewers, would be a 92 on the list. Who said that? Rivals.com, how they would be rated. Huh. Well, hey, I I love uh, Deuce Vaughn, but Deuce Vaughn is not a 99. Am I wrong on that? 99 is the best rating you can have on those games. But he would be an awesome player to uh, play with on uh, the NCAA football game. Five yes. foot seven and ninety nine speed—that'd be amazing. Yeah, yeah. Huh? Wow. Uh, Quinn Ewers, ninety two, huh? He may not even be Pretty the starter, joke. according to some people down there in Austin. Needs to start separating himself, huh? That's what the uh, Texas boards That's are right. saying. That's right. All right. Good stuff. That all you got? Yeah. That's it. All right. Let's hit a quick timeout. More from the rush coming up. Stay tuned. It is the rush live on the ref for the homeless Sooner fans. Tyler McComas, Teddy Lehman taking you until 6 p.m. today. I'm at Mitchell's right here in Norman 2201 West Main Streets. Ryan Cannon now joins us to talk about the Antwerp Diamond events. Ryan, is this the biggest events of the entire year at Mitchell's Jewelry? And, and tell us a little bit more about exactly what the Antwerp Diamond event is. It is one of our bigger events, and we do this twice a year, typically, that we bring Kim over from Belgium. Um, Twice a year, we typically travel there ourselves. So each time we do this, we always give away one stone for free. So you can't do any better than that for a customer. If you're able to come in, handpick your own stone that's come from across the world, great selection at great prices, and then have a chance of possibly getting it free as well. You say no middleman on this deal you go over there yourselves kim comes here Mm -hmm. what what, what does that mean for the customer when you're talking about no middleman no middleman just means savings you know to cut it or go like completely to the point it's just you know majority of time to try to put a number on it i don't know that i could do that but 
savings anywhere, I would say, from probably 10 to 30%. Yeah. And, and the customer service here, I experienced it just a few weeks ago, really just a couple of weeks ago. It's awesome. You come in here, if you have just a vague idea of what you want to get, it seems like I was in and out of here in about five minutes, and they showed me, you know, a, a section of exactly what I was looking for. And I think one of the cooler things, uh, Ryan, about Mitchell's Jewelry is just that, is the, the amazing customer service. If you have something vague, you're going to have something in the store, and you're probably going to have it for a pretty good price as well. Yes, sir. And, I mean, the customer side of it is one thing that we definitely strive for and is our most important side. Um, the other thing that kind of sets us aside is that if you come in here, you're going to see the same people every time. People are going to know you by your name, by your face. Um, and the same people that helped you last time will be here next time and the time after that. Yeah. And, and you have, you know, where Oklahoma gets engaged, which I love that, by the <laughs> way. It sounds it's, – it's the perfect – it's perfect for everything that you do here at Mitchell's. But you have – items that fit more than just that occasion, whether yes, it's a something as small as a, a birthday, um, you did something really wrong or you did something really bad, you got in trouble with your wife and you're trying to make up for it. Like any occasion I've seen, uh -huh. you, can, you can help people out with. Yeah, and uh, those doghouse gifts are always well-received. You know, after you've done something, like you said, that you have uh, probably shouldn't have said something, stayed out too late, whatever it may be. Um, but even with this Antwerp event, it's uh, – it's something that doesn't have to just be, you know, an engagement ring. We've done, you know, custom tennis bracelets out of it, custom pendants for graduations or anniversaries or a wedding day gift. Um, it could be anything from a pair of diamond earrings for your little girl because you wanted to be the first one to give her a diamond, you know. Yeah. And also, people can shop online. Uh, that's at mitchellsjewelry.com. Shop online and you're going to ship it locally too, correct? Yes, sir. Yeah, locally we can ship it. If it's somebody in the near vicinity, we're more than happy to deliver it as well. That's that's awesome. All, all, the, the best service, the best prices, the the best selection. You kind of you do it all here. Uh, we had on Kellen Manick last hour. Mm -hmm. He's the he's the new guy around here. He is here. the new guy. Around Does he here. get picked on? You think he's you think he's going to last here? Or what, he's what do you a think lot bigger happen? than the rest of us, so <laughs> he doesn't really get picked on that much. But you know. He's, he's doing good. That's awesome. Well, excited to be here uh, for this Antwerp Diamond events. It's You do it a couple times a year. Does that mean you've, you've been able to go to Belgium I a have, time or two? I've probably, wow. I don't know how many times for sure, probably 12. That's awesome, man. So, that's a pretty, that's a a great pretty cool bird. There you go. There's Ryan Cannon here at uh, Mitchell's in Norman, 2201 West Main Street. The Antwerp Diamond event is going on now all the way through Saturday at 5 p.m., so go take advantage of it. Final hour of The Rush is coming up next.